Hello and welcome to the uh, third edition of Meal Mentor Live where we interview uh, members from our community who've used the meal plans to help them, you know, make their lives healthier. I'm Scott Nixon. I'm the co-founder of Happy Reward and Meal Mentor with my wife, Lindsay Nixon. Uh, she's a six-time book writer, five cookbooks, one diet book. Uh, you know, we've been running Meal Mentor for about seven years and we basically help people eat vegan and plant-based meals with our meal plans. And today we are interviewing Anna, and I'm just going to turn it over to her, and she's going to introduce her, herself and her uh, how she got started on the uh, plant-based diet. Hi, Anna. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. It's wonderful to have somebody who's new to the diet so we can kind of share with other people. Go ahead and get us so kicked off. I'm Coming up to my one-year anniversary in October, um, my whole life I've always eaten health. I've always ate healthy food. For instance, grilled chicken, vegetables. Um, I've always always used oil in my cooking because that's just the way I grew up, and that's I thought the way to add taste. And I've always been um, at a at a weight between one forty and one fifty, and I was comfortable there. Um, I started teaching fitness classes about three years ago and I was like, I'm going to get into shape and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to build muscle. And, you know, while I did build a lot of muscle, the weight kind of just didn't move because my diet didn't change. So about a year ago, we live in Florida and the hurricane Irma was coming and my husband and I took our four kids and we left the state. We went to Georgia and when you're on vacation, you are kind of eating at restaurants and just trying to be healthy, but we just packed on like a good amount of pounds. And we got home and I cook a lot. I pretty much cook every single day. And I just said to him, we need a change. And he's like, great, let's do it. Um, at that time, it was like, perfect. I was sc scrolling down my Facebook feed and somehow I saw Lindsay, um, doing one of her cooking recipes and I just was like let me let me watch this and I did and she's using vegetable broth to saute and I'm like are you kidding me that's not that's gonna taste horrible and I don't even remember the the recipe that it was but I'm like fine I'm gonna try it and I did and it was delicious and then my husband was like this is incredible and we felt good afterwards we didn't feel heavy um it just tasted really good and then I was like, okay, I'm not even going to do the seven-day free plan. I'm just going to buy the year. And I have no problem following. I'm the type of person, if you give me, like, a set of rules, you, the recipes, I will follow them. I love watching her videos. And um, we just have been doing it for almost a year now. And, you know, the weight really stayed where it was. And I'm a fitness instructor. I teach six days a week fitness classes. And yeah. the only thing that worked was the recipes and eating plant-based and cutting out the oil. Yeah, wow, cool. That's 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 incredible. I mean, and it's wonderful that that you were able to kind of get this, realize that uh, you know, like that 
you know, you were you were working out, and the working out wasn't making a difference. It was it was clearly the food, and so you then figured out, a, you know, hey, I got to try something different. So that's that's wonderful. So I wanted to stop really quick and say, hey, everybody who's watching us right now, if you're excited and enjoying this, you know, please wow us or love mm-hmm. us or give us a thumbs up and let us know um, what you're thinking. Please add questions, uh, and we'll we'll try to. Uh, We'll pass these on to Anna. Uh, we want to make this as interactive as possible, so uh, please go ahead and like us out. So, <laughs> so that, because actually this helps us get more distribution. It helps more people uh, see this interview, and that's really the whole point of these interviews is that we hear people's stories, and then we buy you know new people or people that you know they can they can relate to what other people are going through on these interviews and and they can see that they're not alone i mean that's one of the big reasons why we're very focused on trying to create community is because we know that you know there are people that maybe they don't know anybody else that's vegan or maybe they're in a small town and so they feel very isolated and so that's really what we're trying to do here is is to try to bring this to as many people that uh, are out there and struggling so uh so I'll, we'll turn this back over to anna so anna can you tell me about what it was like, um, you know, like incorporating uh, the vegan plant-based diet into, like, you know, like you would, were cooking chicken and stuff like that. Were there any things that you were struggling or stumbling on when you were getting started? Um, so obviously not using oil because I always associated oil with taste, and that's when you watch cooking shows. That's what they always say, you know, oh, drizzle oil on top or even like I'd watch chefs and they'd make pasta and they're like oh just add a little bit of oil on it to the end product and I'm like I I had no idea where to begin with that and that's um where Lindsay's videos really helped me and then the meal mentor Facebook group that I was able to join you can ask like a million questions no one is judgmental they all help with all your questions and it um, there's ways around it and things you can add that do get that brown color and the taste is incredible. And even people that don't cook, like I've tried to have them at my house and show them the recipes and they're like, this is so easy. I can do this. So it's very it's, cool. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Very cool. So you, so you've kind of shown some of these recipes and have them watch you prepare some of these meals yourself. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Like, like we'll have people over for dinner and they'll watch me cook and they're like, I can do this. And then I'm like, here's, Here's the program, you know, it's, everyone's asking, like, what, what are you doing differently? Like, why did you lose the weight? What can I do? So I'm happy to share my information. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, you know, you'd said you, you, your, your husband was also, you know, coming along the journey. How, how has that gone for him? Um, so he's, he's actually stricter than I am. He loves, he's always eating healthy and um he just it's been great for him um the challenge is always when his friends are like oh come on she's making you do this and he's like no like I feel good afterwards like no one makes me do anything and um to be honest I like I said I have four children and one of them three three older girls they're like, we, we can do this. Honestly, mommy, we don't want to eat meat and dairy. So they're on board. It's my five-year-old son. That's my biggest challenge. He's a, 
big time meat and cheese fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes That's, yeah, and sometimes you just kind of have to let people be themselves, right? You know, and it's like you're trying to lead them on the path, but it's like, you know, you can't always force them, right? So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. He gets his own meals and everyone else eats their meals, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's really, we're trying to build, like, uh, foster a community where, like, maybe everybody in their family isn't vegan, and, and so they're going to struggle with some of those things. And, you know, like, I think, you know, you can try to help people along, but, you know, you can't, you also don't want to try to, like, be judgmental or try to force them or any of that kind of stuff, and especially somebody who's so, so young, five years old, you know, he's just getting started with figuring out all kinds of stuff, you know, so. Well, so I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when I was five. And at that time in the 80s, um, we were told you can't eat this and you can't eat sugar and you can't eat carbs. And I remember being a teenager and people telling me, really, I'm not, you can't eat that? Yes, watch me, I'm going to eat it. And of course, I did wreck mm -hmm. my body doing those things, but I had to come around and figure it out myself. And once I did learn the right ways of eating healthy, like no one could change my mind because I made that decision myself. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally relate to the to this idea of um, you know like nobody can tell me not to do this because I I, I totally rebel myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it's funny because um, yeah, yeah, I just think that's really interesting. So, um, I, I I one of the things that uh, I think is interesting is um, you know like. Like, were there some things that you started doing that 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 you felt? I'm trying to get this question out. So, did were there things in your life that you changed? Like, one of the things I often think about is like changing the way you organize your kitchen, or or changing the way you organize your refrigerator, or changing maybe your shopping habits. And I'm kind of curious, what what has it, has there been some changes in in some some of your behavior that's that supports the cooking and the, the diet change? So, as I said before, um, we were always healthy eaters, so there was always fruits and vegetables in the house, and that was okay. always part of our shopping. Um, for years now, I was part of, like, a, a CSA mm -hmm. where I would get local produce from local farmers um, based on season, of course. So um, it really was – that part wasn't a challenge for me, um, I would just buy less meat and dairy and just incorporate, just buy more fruits and vegetables. The only thing I would say is sometimes, you know, when things are fresh, they go bad quicker. Mm -hmm. So I might have to run to the store a few more, few times during the week as opposed to once a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, you could do your, do people a disservice if you try to tell them that this is going to be easy sometimes because it's, you know, you know, changing the, everything about the way you eat, um, you know, or like if you're eating more fresh vegetables, you're right. Cause Lindsay definitely goes to the store more often. Um, yeah. Because like like salad just doesn't hold up as well, so you really need to replenish that like multiple times a week, right? And so, right. you know, it does it does require maybe a little more like work in some sense, right? Um, you know, right, but it, you know, for instance, she will say in her videos like if you don't have fresh vegetables, you can use frozen. Exactly. And that's you know such a great tip. I really didn't use frozen vegetables before because I was like, oh, they're mushy and soggy, mm -hmm. but I. Following the recipes, they don't taste like that. They mm -hmm. taste really good. Yeah, and and, and well, and I think one of the things is, you know, I think from my experience back whenever I was 
you know, before Lindsay and plant based and stuff like that. I like I would you know, I would like make chicken and then I would like have frozen vegetables and then I would like just like boil them or whatever. And so then they were like soggy and, and kind of like sad. But like if you, the thing is that like when you go to a restaurant, like they, they usually are not going to give you like just like f- steamed vegetables and put it on the side of the plate. Usually they, inco- you incorporate a sauce or you put something on top of the vegetables and it just makes it m- much more interesting. And so it's funny because I think that that's the thing with using fresh vegetables is a lot of times, uh, or I'm sorry, with frozen vegetables, a lot of times people just think that they're just rewarming them and they're eating them, and it's kind of like they're just like doing their penance for the day or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you need to eat healthy stuff, but like if you put like some marinara on top of it, you might enjoy it way more. So yeah, yeah, doing curry well, type things like hummus and salsa. That's like my favorite thing ever that she taught us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I pretty much I don't. You know, we've never been big on dressings in general, but I mean, Lindsay does have some kind of like low calorie, no calorie kind of dressings that you can use, and she's very big into vinegar. Um, uh, but one of the things I pretty much won't use vinegar. I, I'll just usually use hummus on top of my salad, and that's like um, a big thing for me. And it's kind of funny because it's replaced my feel, my need to feel like I need to put like you know, like some heavier kind of element like tofu or like a veggie patty type thing on top of the meal. It's like if I put the hummus in there, it does like, it gives me kind of the same effect that, um, you know, so yeah, it's cool. That's good that you say that because my husband has, um, you know, I I don't know if it was Lindsay that said it or on the meal mentor page, but it was kind of like start to enjoy the taste of like the salad and you don't need that heavy dressing on top. And that's what I keep telling my husband because he's like, oh, you send me a salad, but there's no dressing. And I'm, he's like, I can't eat like that. And I'm like, but you have to enjoy the taste of the vegetable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you enjoy it a lot more um, after you get used to it. Because I think, I think whenever I – when I started eating more salads, like I just wasn't used to eating salads. So I, I, I literally felt like it was a chore. But like it's interesting because like when I get – when I feel the effects of like how the salad makes me feel better, like – and it makes me feel fuller, like I – it just like it creates this positive feedback loop where like it's like this virtuous cycle where it, it makes me feel better and um, it makes me feel full and then – like the meal has been better for me because I'm, I feel like I made good choices and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. And that's another thing uh, I tell my children, like the older ones, we don't really eat like any candy at home. Um, We do eat, you know, I'll make sweets based on healthy ingredients and I'll sub out, you know, the unhealthy stuff. And if we go somewhere, I say, eat what you want. Just tell me how you feel afterwards. And, like they, I remember them being like six years old at a birthday party and they just kept eating the sweets because they were like, this is so good. We can eat whatever we want. And on the way home, they're like, mommy, never do I want to eat ice cream and cake again. I feel so bad. So absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things that you just never, I mean, I never had awareness of this, that like food made me feel like a certain way. Like it was just like, I just never had that conclusion. And it was interesting because I used to like to eat red vines, um, which is like a Twizzler kind of thing. And I realized that I would like crash off of those things. And it would like, I would feel like hung over and I would feel like, like irritable a lot of times. And it was just like, so I, I eventually just stopped eating them. I, after I went through it a couple times, I was like, I just, I don't want to do that anymore, you know? Yeah, so it's really interesting how that kind of stuff works. Um, 
So uh, one of the questions I wanted to get into because you you have all your you've got a you've got four kids. Um, how, how do you um, do you use the meal plans to make lunches for them that they take with them, or do you you know I'm just kind of curious so about that. What I usually do is for the dinners I'll do the family portion, and then I have to then half another like one and a half. So whatever the recipe says, I'll add another half to it, so we have extra. And if it's a hit for dinner, then I can send it for, to school the next day and um, in like a thermos or sometimes just a Tupperware, okay. and I'll do that the very next cool. day. Yeah, I know that's a very common challenge with, with the mothers that uh, and families in general that, 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 you know, is, you know, kids might like it, but you, then you have to figure out, you know, like make extras, whatever, you know, so I know that's a, it's an important challenge and we probably don't talk enough about it, um, at Meal Mentor. So yeah, if you have any other tips around, you know, feeding your kids, I'm, I'm definitely interested to hear and share with the community. So yeah, just, just, um, incorporate the vegetables early in life, even when they're toddlers, because once they get a taste for it, they don't know that it's good for you. And they're, it's just, like, for instance, when my daughters were little, they're twins, and I would have, like, kale parties where I would take some hummus and cut up the kale and, and start eating it. And they're like, what is that, Mommy? And I'm like, oh, I'm crunching fur, and I'd name Disney characters. And, and then one of the twins, Rebecca, would be like, okay, me too. I'm going to do it for her. And, like, you see, like, a little face, but she keeps going. And then the other one's like, oh, I want to do it too. So you just keep introducing and what I find with like a lot of parents is they say well my kid won't eat that so I'm just not going to waste my time or money but for me it was a health investment to make it if they don't like it then they don't like it but you keep introducing it because the more they eat it even one bite is opening up their taste buds for a, a lifetime of changing their mind yeah yeah it's that's that's really fascinating and you get a bunch of likes from the from the kale party thing that's really that's really <laughs> funny I'm, i think i'm gonna put that in the in the description so uh yeah that's really that's really cute and i mean i i've never had children but i understand i can see how like making food interesting and fun is a big part of kind of getting kids Huge. on board you know Huge. yeah you know like here have a bite of this yay everybody would like clap and you just you just make it like a game, yeah. and it's easier. I'm not yeah. saying it's easy, but it's easier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's good to reward, uh, you know, with with healthy uh, stuff. So one of the things um, I I have a question. So um, you know, like one of the things that we have found is that we find that like. We're trying to encourage people to eat just at meal times a lot of times, um, and you know, like I guess I'm curious, do you, how are you with your kids with snacking and meal times and all that kind of stuff? So, how you mean how do they eat or how do I? Yeah, eat I mean, I guess snacking. I'm trying to like, you know, are you are you letting the kids kind of eat all the, you know, whenever they want or you know yeah, that kind of stuff? I let them eat whenever they want, and um, because I figure they're growing, so if they're hungry, um. They can eat whenever they want, mm -hmm. and as, as they want. I'm not one of those parents that's like, dinner's coming. Stop eating those grapes because you're not going to be hungry. Like, I literally have heard parents say, stop eating that fruit. You're not going to eat your dinner. And I'm like, no, eat that fruit. That's probably better than your dinner. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, as much as they yeah. want. Yeah, it, yeah it, that's good. That's good. The it, trick it, and kids, it's probably more important that they can eat whenever they want. So, sorry, what, you, what were you saying? 
No, I was saying that the hard part is for me personally to make their snacks and things like that and not say, oh, let me try this, you know, because I'm trying to. I like to follow the, the plans and not eat the snacks and okay. um, just started the intermittent fasting. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Very cool. So how long have you been doing the intermittent fasting? So about a month. About a month. Okay, cool. So what have you, what have you noticed with intermittent fasting? Um, so I didn't think I could ever do it having diabetes, uh, but I checked with my um, healthcare provider and she's like, sure, if you want to do it, go ahead. Um, I listen to uh, most of Lindsay's podcasts about it because for me, I do all the research first and then I see if it works for me. And um, it, it was easy for me. I'm not a big breakfast person. Um, it might be because I have diabetes and all the breakfast things have a ton of sugar. So I always did not like that food because it, how it made me feel. So for me, it was very easy to um, wake up, skip breakfast and work out and then I eat my first meal like around 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's funny because like we have this very, uh, we develop these, this very specific set of like what breakfast should look like. It has to be like, you know, fruit or, you know, cereal or granola and all this stuff and 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 um but it's funny because it's this is very like much cultural uh to where you are and and so i i had a friend in high school um and she was half japanese and because her mother had this habit of just having a little bit of rice in the morning like i mean that was all it was just like white rice in the, like a little bit in the morning and it was like that's an interesting like i never would have assumed that anybody would have ever eaten rice for breakfast but i mean really we just kind of get in this mindset of this is what you have to have at this point and you know it's really t- completely open to you but yeah i the intermittent fasting thing i've done a lot of times on and off for years um and it's funny because i think the thing one of the most fascinating fascinating things I've found is that, um, you know, like I never thought I could tolerate like being hungry. Like I thought like, Oh, I'm, Oh, I'm hungry. I got to like do something about that. But it was like, you know, you just have to, it's not that difficult once you kind of get used to the fact that you're going to get hungry every once in a while. Maybe you can't address it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think for me, I'm trying it. And then we went to Disney last weekend and we pack a lot of our food, obviously, because the food there is pretty awful. And for us, like, you're walking around and you're smelling that food. And I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. And I'm going to eat it like an apple or I don't know, something something else. Um, and like half hour later, I'm like, I'm hungry again. This is crazy. And then we, we were driving back from Disney and I put on Lindsay's podcast while my son was on his iPad, I put in my ear and then my husband heard it. And she was like, yeah, because the more you, you know, you eat it, then your your stomach is telling you you're hungry again. Like it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. So I guess, I guess it speaks to me and that's why it works because it just, it it was like, and then my husband even got excited about it. He's like, I'm going to try it too, because I want to lose that last 10 pounds. Yeah. Um, so he's been trying it. It's his like third day, and he's like, it's a lot easier than I would have imagined. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. So, um, if you if somebody was just getting started, you know, like if if you were talking to one of your friends and trying to give them advice about like they're just getting started, what what would be some of the like what are the most important couple of two three tips that you would tell them? I would just tell them to write down why they want to do this, why they 
Like, what is it? Do you want to feel better? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to get healthier? Um, do you care so much about animals? Like, whatever your reason for doing it, to write it down, because once you're going through it in the first few weeks until your body gets used to it and your mind gets used to it, you're going to talk yourself out of it and say, oh, this is too hard. Um, it's not worth it. You know, there's those doubts start to come into your mind. And that's when you need to, like, read what you wrote and say, what I was doing before was not working. So I have to keep going with this because I have to at least give it a chance. Um, that's what's kept me going. And it, it, it just works. So there's no reason to stop. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you very much. That was great. The, um, you know, I think um, I, I'm bad about this, but I think writing down your thoughts, especially in that moment, and then even, you know, date, putting the date on it. it. Like, it's really fascinating to come back and look at that, where your mind was and what you were thinking about. And I think, you know, like, it's about anchoring yourself kind of to your goals and your and what you want. And, um, you know, it's tricky because it's sometimes it's very easy to get caught up in life and forget about, oh, well, that was something I really, really was invested in. And I've just kind of, like, slowly but surely gotten away from it. And, um, you know, because life gets in the way so <laughs> that's great <laughs> well thank you Anna very much this was fantastic I, I there was tons of great tips and great information and it was wonderful hearing your story I mean I think this is the core of why we're doing this show is we want to hear people's experiences we want them to share their tips there was one tip that came out of um, uh, the blueprint stuff where somebody had talked about like you know if they're trying to stay their three meals a day like they could have three rubber bands on their left wrist and then they after they as they have each meal they move them to the another wrist and that was just such like a creative and interesting way to like deal with um you know like making sure you were doing x y or z you know in this case it was meals right and so these tips like make a huge difference and so it's really fascinating to to get your experience and to to see how you've gotten success and how you've incorporated it into your family life and i'm sure everybody is very grateful and they're going to hit hit the like button and the wow button and thank you and ask questions um all right. Well, uh, one last question I want to ask is, is there somebody else that you think we should interview on this show that somebody from the community that you would like to hear from or maybe somebody else, you know, some, you know, there's, there's so many, um, there's so many amazing people on that meal mentor group that um, don't necessarily volunteer for stuff because, you know, even when I said, oh, I'd be interested, I was like, I don't know, my story, it's not that exciting. So um, there's so many on there, it would be really hard to choose one. Okay, okay. Well, cool. No worries. We uh, we are going to continue this uh, every week. That's the plan. Um, I We... Uh, you know, we've enjoyed, I've enjoyed doing this. We've, I think the community has really enjoyed it. It's gotten lots of views. And so we want to just continue this. And so thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us and share with the community your story. So have a great day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.